Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to continue our study of the book of Joshua, Yehoshua, chapter 5a. I'm going to divide this chapter into two halves, a 5a and a 5b. Um, there are two distinct but also very interrelated um, subjects, so I will just separate the two subjects into uh, two different podcasts. The first one we will study today is the um, event of the circumcision that took place among the people, and the second will be the celebration of, of the Pesach, of Passover. So, as the people have just uh, experienced the incredible miracle of the drying of the Jordan River, the stopping of the Jordan River, and the nation has crossed, and they are now in the land, and the conquest is about to take place, God has a very special message for them. And here goes. The... Chapter 5 begins with the following verse, although, um, uh, begins with the following verse, and it's, uh, and it, it sets out the tone for why this command of the, circ- uh, of, the, of the circumcision is going to take place. So here we go, five, verse, chapter 5, verse 1. And it was when all of the kings of the Amorites heard. Those kings of the Amorites, Asher Be'ever Hayardein Yama, which were on the western side of the Jordan, meaning the side of the Jordan which the uh, people of Israel are now in and are about to conquer. V'chol Machei and all of the kings of the Canaanites, Asher Halayam, who were living along the coast. So they, because the people that were on the eastern side of the Jordan, the Amorites on the eastern side, we've learned Moses had already conquered them and had given those lands to the, the tribes of Ruvain, Gad, and half of Manasseh. The rest of the people were about to set about conquering the land on the western side. So all the kings of the Canaanites and the Amorites heard, that God had dried up the waters of the Jordan from uh, before the people of Israel in, in order to help, uh, so in order for them to pass through the river. Their hearts became exasperated, their hearts became um, uh, uh, faint of heart. They no longer had the spirit to fight against the people of Israel. They were scared, and understandably so. <clears throat> now, when... Um, and the people of Israel obviously knew this. They knew that at this point, they were riding high. They had just experienced this incredible miracle. They had just experienced victory under Moses, under Moshe, on the eastern side of the Jordan, and and the the natural reaction of an army at this point is pride, is feeling like you have the upper hand, feeling strong, feeling confident, feeling um, <clears throat> arrogant. So it is at this very point where the following command comes down. Ba'itahi at this time, God said to Joshua, I want you to make knives out of tzurim uh, as flint stones, stones from which you can make knives. And for a second time, I want you to go ahead and circumcise the people of Israel. <clears throat> now, when God says circumcise the people of Israel, Obviously, he means the, the circumcision of the foreskin 
of the male sexual organ, right? Now, um, the we we have to remind ourselves of the um, symbol of the phallus in ancient um, culture, in ancient pagan culture. The male phallus was a symbol of strength and might, uh, a symbol of of dominance. <clears throat> we know this from pretty much all of the ancient uh, pagan cults that that the symbol of the phallus is a symbol of, of of dominance of one over the other, a symbol of strength and power. The symbol of circumcision as a sign but of the relation, special relationship between the people of Israel and God is an extremely important symbol because it symbolizes that we are not strong because we are big, strong men, so to speak, and ready to overpower everyone. But we derive our strength, and this is not talking about our physical strength, but our moral, ethical, human strength, we derive it from our special relationship with God. So God, at this very point, when the people of Israel are about to exercise what is a very mundane, very masculine type of strength, God wants to remind them that this is not the goal. What the strength comes from and what's important about this strength is not your masculine power, but it is your relationship, your special covenant with God on your very body, on that very organ that symbolizes strength, I am reminding you that your strength comes from God and your relationship with God. This is why we see repeatedly throughout the Tanakh, throughout the, the, the words of the prophets, is, I'm just going to use one example, Deuteronomy 10.16 in Devarim, Perak Yud, uh, God tells the people, I want you to, to circumcise the Arla, the foreskin of your hearts, the Arpachem lo and do no, no longer should you be stubborn people. In other words, get rid of your arrogance, this, the symbol of Mila throughout Tanakh. This is not the, me giving some, some uh, fanciful uh, interpretation. Throughout Tanakh, the term Mila virtually always, um, and the term Arla, a foreskin, virtually always is brought up in reference to arrogance and 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 getting in the way of a relationship with God and removing the foreskin is building that relationship with God and getting and being humble and being humble which is the crucial thing so at this very point we have this very command for this very reason by let's continue verse 3 vayaslo yoshua harot surim so Joshua yoshua went ahead and did what God told him he made knives out of flintstones arolot and he went ahead <coughs> And he, um, and the, the wording of the Pasuk, the wording of the verse is clear. He circumcised the people of Israel. It, it doesn't, it, the, the, the reference here, he circumcised the people because this is the message that the people need to know. El Givatar, where on the hill of the foreskins, which obviously earned its name because of this occasion, because of this event that occurred here. Now, why is it that God said for a second time, when was the first time, and why were the people not circumcised already? So the verse is going to explain. This is the explanation. This is verse 4. This is the reason why Joshua had to circumcise because all of the people that had left Egypt, 
and had already had been circumcised upon the exodus from Egypt, all of the males who were who were of the age to be warriors, they had all died on the road in the wilderness as after they left Egypt, on the road from the exodus of Egypt until they reached here. Remember, because of the sin of the spies, it was declared that that entire generation was to pass on in the, in the Midbar, in the desert. Those that had left Egypt had gotten the Brit Mila, had gotten the, the circumcised at the Exodus. However, those that had been born in the wilderness, along the road, when they left Egypt, they did not circumcise themselves. Now, it's, the, the, it's not totally clear what the reason is, but the, the, um, <clears throat> in general, we know the principle and idea, and we find this in many places in the, in the Torah, that on the road, when one travels, when one's traveling, the, the, it's, it's, it's a kind of a dangerous time, and it's not a good time to perform a, a dangerous medical procedure. Um, and presumably, and most of the, and the Talmud explains, and, and, and various commentaries explain that most likely what the verse is referring to here, because they were baderach on the road and traveling, and even at those points when they stopped and camped, remember, at any moment, the, the cloud might uh, have gotten up and told them it's time to travel. They were completely dependent on God's word as to when to get up. So at every moment throughout those last 40 years, they were constantly had to be ready to travel. So, so it was never a good time to circumcise the, the babies. Um, so they did not, or anyone, so they did not um, perform the circumcision right in the, in the, while in the midbar. And, and you can look at the various commentaries to explain what, what exactly why, but this is, I'm kind of bringing them all together to explain this verse in its most logical um, and, and most likely explanation. So, because, in the, and Joshua is now reiterating again, because for 40 years, the people of Israel had wandered through the desert, through the wilderness, until the entire nation uh, who had left the, the those that had left Egypt uh, that were of, of, of age um, that they did not listen to God's uh, words because God swore to them because that, that they would never see the land that God had sworn to their forefathers to give us a land flowing with milk and honey because they have wandered until that entire group of people had passed on but their children their descendants um, uh, they raised instead of them in their place and they Joshua circumcised because they were uncircumcised because they were on the road and therefore they did not circumcise them and it was when everyone in the entire nation every uh, child and, and man that was and needed to be circumcised was completed finished being circumcised by Yeshu and they waited there in the camp presumably on this hill they waited there and camped until they healed I mean if you just try to imagine they're about to embark on this massive military conquest and the people all stop and 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 do this uh, painful 
difficult and dangerous medical procedure, especially imagine days before antibiotics and they were adults. This was not, um, and um, uh, made themselves weak, literally weak, in order to symbolize that their relationship with God and that what they're about to embark on is not an exercise in, in, in masculine, human might and strength, but rather it is an exercise in conquering this land for, uh, uh, because of their special relationship with God. Now, um, the, the ethics, and I touched a tiny drop on this issue, but the ethics of how is it okay to conquer this land and the slaughter of the Canaanites and so on, we will deal with and it will come up as we go through this book of Joshua. Um, but I want you to, to um, for, for now at least, in this uh, uh, first half of this chapter, to take bear in mind the lesson of this circumcision. But I promise I'm not going to leave that issue aside. We are going to handle it, but we're going to handle it as much as we can by studying the words of Joshua himself, by studying the words of the Bible itself, rather than try to extrapolate our own ideas and plunk them into the words, which is, uh, you know, my, the idea of this podcast is to let the prophet speak, let the prophet speak for themselves. So we just heard the prophet speak for himself, which is, remember that it's not because you're a big, strong, tall, masculine guy and you have a powerful army, but it's because you have a special relationship with God. Thank you so much for studying together with me today. Looking forward to continuing the study of chapter five and of course, the rest of the book of Joshua together.